Hi, welcome back to the Tzavas HaRivash, Chassidish Adaf Yomi. Today's shir is dedicated by David and Karen Fishoff in honor of the memory of David's father, Cantor Mark Fishoff. Neshama Shadav and Aliyah. When a person is on a lower level, it's better they dab him from a sitter because by looking at the letters with more kavana, you're able to have more kavana. But when you're in higher levels, higher realms, it's better to close your eyes so that your eyes, your seeing, doesn't take away from your upper vision. So here is an interesting uh, segue here where the soul tells the Baal Shem Tov, meaning one of the levels of Navua is a self-revelation of your own soul as it connects back to its uh, source. This is described in Reb Chaim Vital's Shari Kedusha. So he explains the following. So what happens is, the soul says back to the Rav, meaning to the Baal Shem Tov, that... That you didn't merit to have these amazing revelations because you learned so much Gemara and, and similar halachas, but because rather, but rather because of your intense Kavana, that's why you're a Zoha to reach your high level. It was your Kavana that helped you, helped you get there. A person should think before davening that you're willing to die. Uh, you're willing to die from the kavana while praying. That's how intense you're willing to go in. And some have so much kavana that it could be possible even for them to die from just saying two or three words in front of Hashem. Um, it, it, it's it's got to be a kavana that your soul yearns to just fly from you. As Rav Cook says, tefillah is the verbal expression of a soul that's waiting just to find definition and form and fly. So with that in mind, with that concept in mind, um, that when one thinks that way, what is the point? Why would I have any ulterior motive or pride when I'm prepared to die after two or three words? It's a great kindness that God gave man the strength to finish her tefillah and stay alive uh, while doing it. Incredible. Yechavin betanis. When fasting, which is appropriate because we're recording this in Asar Betavis, so when fasting, one should have in mind the following thought. That oily bishvil tavasi bichvodi woe to me that I angered Hashem because of my desires of chodi hisrochi chasti at the melch elyon I angered the uh, exalted king lekachani rotsa laanos etatzmi lachnia tavasi therefore I want to afflict myself to subdue my desires and my pride chvodi vekrom lamala shiachna evet acherabo this I will cause an effect above where the slave becomes subservient to the master, Evid Vishivcha and the maidservant to the Gvirsa, to her mistress, Ulakaya Mitzvah Chuva, and thereby fulfill the mitzvah of Chuvo. What's he referring to over here? So the idea of of really 
Meaning the idea of a real fast is not just a passive state of not eating or drinking. It's a conscious act of real sense of overcoming your physical needs and desires in the service of Hashem. When that happens, the subservient of your natural inclinations, you send them back up to God itself, returning that to Hashem, offering it to Hashem. And I want to afflict myself, not just for the purpose of afflicting myself, but so I could serve Hashem with truth and a full heart, with love and fear, because in, in order that I will truly affect a unity in the world, offer myself as a korban, as an offering before God. Oily, ma'ani, woe to me, what am I? What is my machayi? What is my life? Shani rotsa lahakriv chelbi vidami, that I want to offer my fat and blood. Vagufi, viishi, my body, my fire, varuchi, my spirit, venafshi, my soul, venishmasi, vakochi, belibi vizarosi, my strength, my heart, and will all before Hashem. Right? Lafon of Libor, I want to offer all of it. What worth is it to keep it for myself? Right? Vechol ha'olomos nasu bedvara, all the worlds were made by him. Hakol ke'enegdo, everything is nothing next to God. Umikol shekein, certainly me, I'm afarima v'toleah. I am just, you know, of worms, of decomposed matter. What am I? I'm of a maggot and worm. And therefore, ainli levakesh rak, I can only appeal rak mechestaf agdon through his grace. Concept of Jews believing in a form of grace. Sheyosef likoach lahakriv harbekar, so that will give me the strength to offer more offerings before God. A submission. And this will make me very happy that I'll be able to make for my goof a ruach neshama kama nachas ruach. How pleasant before God. I'll be able to make myself joyous. That God has given us something that we're able to beat the yitzhara with from above us to beat it down. Ani rotzelanas. I further want to um, afflict myself. In order of the kedusha of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Um, and all the sorrow that's being caused to the Shechina, that God has to go into Gullus too because of us. I want to, un- I want to unload that. And how little, nothing is my own pain parallel to the pain that I caused God all these years. And I can only beseech and ask God of His great grace. That what I do does affect above and has the, the intended result. And that God removes the evil forces from upon us through my offering of this fast. And I'll cause to move up, remove all the klipas from the shechina and cause as a, a perfect union above between the shechina uh, unify with her spouse in total unity. Totally, what is this idea of with her spouse in total unity? Um, this is a very deep Kabbalistic concept, but the idea is that sin doesn't just cause a, a tumma, a defilement of the sinner's body and the soul, but also it covers the shechina with the klipa. So the shechina it, itself becomes exiled into the evil, preventing the divine presence to manifest. Um, in Kabbalah, this is seen as a havdalah, a separation between the shechina and her spouse, meaning Shechina is, is what we call divine eminence, and her spouse is HaKadosh Baruch Hu, HaKadosh Baruch Hu. 
Knesset Yisrael is what we, we B'nai Yisrael, reflect something up in the higher realms called Knesset Yisrael that is made to commune with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, um, and things like sins get in the way of that happening. Torah, mitzvahs, and shuva allows the Shekhinah to come out of exile and reunite, the Knesset Yisrael reunite with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Um, that's that teaching. Quite a, quite a deep teaching there, but let's, let's continue from there. Okay, so we continue and say as follows. Where were we here? And there'll be a unity from above, down below, from the affliction that is taking place from the mind to the heart, and from the heart over to the liver, and that he pour his, his influence, his shefa, also upon me. Okay, so what does this mean? The Zohar says that HaKadosh Baruch Hu manifests itself and his influence by way of three main channels, okay? And those channels, the mushal to understand them is we're given three organs, the brain, the heart, and the liver. Those are just mushals for us to understand the portals above. In the human, the liver is the first part that absorbs nourishment and it transfers it to the heart, which then transfers it to the brain. The order of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's influence is the reverse. The aspect of the brain, which is the sphere of Chachma, transfers to the aspect of the heart, right? Which is called uh, Svira of Zeir Anpin, which is Chesed to Yesod. And then the heart to the liver, which is the Svira of Malchus, which it then goes into the, um, it then goes to the lower levels. When, when a person fasts, he's offering the nourishment, the blood and fat that have been lowered in him and his will, to which is called the liver, the place which is the liver, and then when it goes up from there to the heart and then to the brain. So therefore, this isarusa de latasa, this arousal that starts down here by us, initiates a reciprocal isarusa de la'ela, an arousal from above, that causes a triggered effect in the proper order from above to below. Let's continue a little bit. And I trust in him that he created all the worlds with his words. Something from nothing. And everything is nothing parallel to him. And yet he watches all of them. To give them proper life and you know, vitality. If he can sustain worlds, certainly he can give me koach to watch over me through his grace. That I should not be nullified by the Yitzhahara. I know my affliction shouldn't cause me down a darker road because I know I'm a weak. And my mochin, my all-encompassing godliness that surrounds my mind, it's, it has begun to dry up. The Yitzhahara has many ways of enticing me and drawing me in. Therefore, I, I, I beseech God for a koach of his grace. So I can fulfill what I wanted to do. And he self smorts me, and many times God has helped me. And to help me with all the things that try to get in the way.